don't know if I'm turned on or angry. Right? I mean... the fetish word is for that but i'm sure it's wrestlephilia Peg you, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. <laughs> Just press foreplay. What is up, my loves? Welcome back to Just Press Foreplay, a podcast about embracing our sexual nature and exploring our beautiful minds to find deeper reasons to love ourselves. This week's episode is brought to you by Neutralite Sleep Health. Neutralite Sleep Health helps to relax you to fall asleep. Proprietary blend of valerian, hops, and lemon balm to help you relax so you can fall asleep. Contains the herb valerian, which may improve sleep quality and ease occasional sleep... Sleeplessness. Sleeplessness. Hops extract helps support normal sleep and relaxation. Lemon balm extract has a mild calming effect a safe, natural way to relax. No artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives. Neutralite Sleep Health is NSF certified. What choosing a product certified by NSF International gives you confidence that what's on the label is what's in the product. From extensive product testing and material analysis to unaccounted plant inspections, every aspect of a product's development is thoroughly evaluated before it can earn NSF certification. NSF certification is your key to making sure that the products you use meet strict standards for for public health protection. Sign up as a customer today on our website at justpressforeplay.com, J-U-S-T-P-R-E-S-S-F-O-R-E-P-L-A-Y.com. Click the top right corner of our for our affiliate links. The last two will be where you can create your customer profile and find more information on this product. Free shipping on orders of $100 or more and perk points with every purchase. You don't have to purchase anything right away. Go read reviews. Go see similar products that may better suit your needs. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to email us at justpressforeplay at yahoo.com. If you have not already, please go like and subscribe. We do casual affair updates every Monday morning, short rants about what the fuck is happening in the world and how we are staying motivated, and then Thursday are for all things smoldery, erotic, and for pickles of the week. Ooh la la. <laughs> Support the show by becoming a customer through our affiliate links or by representing our merch and custom artwork, which can be found by going to justpressforeplay.com, J-U-S-T-P-R-E-S-S-F-O-R-E-P-L-A-Y.com and clicking the links, hoodies, sweats, and things. Go do it. It's good stuff. Go do it now. Do it right now. (laughs) This week, we are doing a little bit of a reflection from all of the kinks we learned about in February is for bonding. So we're talking about some things that we would actually be interested in doing in the kinky world. It's time to get intimate. (laughs) Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Are we going with with what we wanted to do, what we'd be willing to try first? What would you be willing to try? Um, Group sex, like an orgy party. I could see you being into that. Right? I didn't write it down because I felt like that was a little bit of a a given kink. Uh, Exhibition or public sex. Maybe, maybe pegging. Maybe. Maybe? A hard maybe. I feel like you'd be more into watching me peg someone than actually receiving... 100%. 100%. Peg. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'd be... I think you'd be, like... Maybe if I, like, drugged you a little bit first. If consensually. Enough, if enough drugs were consensually involved, <laughs> potentially, would have the highest likelihood. Hi, Odie. Um, I'm into biting. 
Like, I know that you don't like it, but you could bite me sometime. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you've been asking for all these years. <laughs> no, I was just going over these and I was like, hmm. Huh. Um, begging was another one. But I don't think I'd necessarily be into doing the begging. You'd want to make somebody beg. Yeah. Why <laughs> <laughs> both of us such both of us such dumps? How funny. Um. You're dumb, except around me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's your balance. I'll be submissive for him, and everyone else I'm fucking in charge. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like you because I'm I, like I did think about I did think you would enjoy um, cock teasing like putting them in cages and slapping them and like <laughs> I could see you getting a kick out of that. Is cock cages like the the thing we saw with the, the cuck holding? Yep. Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand those really. Like, is, does it hurt them? I have no keeping idea. it constricted. I I would imagine it's I don't know if I like it. I don't know painful, what it does, but more just like kind of like getting blue balls maybe. It just, like, makes me think of wrapping a rubber band around a watermelon. <laughs> or, but like, wrapping multiple rubber bands around a watermelon. Like, that's what it makes me think of. Like, But it would never do that because it's just one size and you just slip it over and then lock it. Well, no, I know. But it's just, like, if it gets if it hard, did, does it, it does start to hard, look like that? ooze out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It start, like, poking up the edges. <laughs> start to look like a poorly wrapped sausage. Yeah. <laughs> Someone forgot to straighten out your casing. <laughs> you got a little crimps there. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay. Um, also, the Amazon's kink of being funny that we were talking about doms of being like big and bold and powerful, even though I'm short and tiny, but you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if I could somehow magically be bigger, then that would be a kink of mine. <laughs> Okay, I have a, I had a lot. Um, latex, I would be, I think I would be into it. Like just what, what do you, so what is all that, in, what would that entail? Wearing it? Because they, because you showed me the lady, the lady on the table who had this, the latex all over Oh, her who was like suction. vacuumed, vacuumed in the yeah. latex? No, I think I would freak out. I could see you wearing latex. Just a latex like outfit type. Right. I think I'd be into that. I don't think I'd be one of the people who could do like full latex head to toe. I saw this one video of someone in that head to toe and then going into one of those pools where you're in the big ball and mm-hmm. you're running in the pool. Yeah. But it looks so like you're running on the pool. Yeah. 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 Like Jesus walking <laughs> on the water. Slipping in latex. But it's like, what if the water gets in between the latex and your skin and you're in the latex suit, but wet inside your latex I don't think it would ever be loose enough for that to happen as long as you put it on in a dry area. I mean, I guess if you'd like put it on where it could get. Are you sure? No. Because I feel like if one ounce of water got in there, I'd be like, get it off. Don't touch me. (laughs) No, get it off. Like, touch me. Get it off. Get the latex. (laughs) The fuck off. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it'd be one of those things where like, I wouldn't want to feel it wet. From the inside? Yeah. I wonder if it would create little suction pockets because it'd be like a gap of air and then water and it would just like then like stick to your skin even more but like a slimy stick. You have a little water bubble you can like poke around. (laughs) That's your fetish. Homer Simpsons. I'm a tumor. I'm a tumor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. That was Family Guy not Homer Simpson. (laughs) Whatever. Great. I'm a tumor. I'm a tumor. Anyway, I saw the video of her like in it and it looked like it was uncomfortable. Like it looked like once some water got in there she was like not having it anymore. This is it. This is not what I thought it would be. Egg roll. Egg roll. Egg roll. (laughs) Okay, and then the other one is I can't pronounce this. Pecatephilia. I'm probably butchering it, but it doesn't matter. So it's the fetish of um being aroused by the idea of having sinned. (laughs) 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 That just defines you. I'm not supposed to do this. I'm doing it. <laughs> Somebody stop me. <laughs> I 
Uh, okay, shit, I'm not done. So <laughs> <laughs> you found a lot. This is fun. <laughs> so this one is catopatronophilia, and that's the fetish of of like seeing yourself doing it in front of mirrors, mm-hmm. which isn't obvious. But I also have found myself like catching silhouettes of like when the lights are behind us and the silhouettes on the wall. <laughs> I have I have a story of watching myself in the mirror. Do you? <laughs> Do is, tell. This is from when my best friend and I spent a summer sharing a girl. Oh, God. I and think we've introduced a little dabble of this. A little dabble of this. And we had a night where we were super fucking high on Molly. And I don't remember where we were. But she was giving her him head. And I was fucking her from behind. And I was just looking in the mirror, flexing, looking at myself, loving myself like they were even fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I mean, when you have that much Molly in your system, it's kind of and like I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I it, loved it. It was fun. If something sexy's looking back at you, right? like how do you how do you look away? <laughs> we also, <laughs> you and I had the Molly night where we did the photo shoot in the mirror too. Yeah, that was really fucking hot. Yeah, we still have photos of that one. Videos. Escocio. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Okay, so Patron Pateronphilia. Um, so this is I can't I know, pronounce the, hey, it's shit. The, it's Latin words too. Yeah, and I just already I don't do English well. Um, this is the fetish of being tickled by feathers. I could see you liking that. Right? Yeah. Um, also, wrestling. I don't know what the fetish word is for that, but I'm sure it's wrestlephilia. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <I> love you. <laughs> Roman Grecophilia. Yeah. <laughs> Roman Greco is a type of wrestling. Nacho Librophilia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I am Nacho. <laughs> Just kidding, take me. <laughs> Oops, my penny slipped off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then the uh, I have two more. Fuck. Okay, so tribbing. Do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. Um, more commonly known as scissoring. Okay. But the reason that it's different is because scissoring is actually like two ladies and two vulvas <laughs> where I think tripping is more just like r- basically like humping something with your vulva okay <laughs> so like if so I was like, like straddling your knee yes yeah yeah or pillow humping. or my knee <laughs> elbow <laughs> knees toes you know <laughs> just let me like sit on it for a minute <laughs> okay and then my last one um i don't know the name of this but i've been seeing pictures of it a lot and actually so we're packing up our place right now if you listen last monday but we found this uh, something and i was like where did this come from because it makes me think of the little anal hook (laughs) oh it was it's like a random curtain it's one of those things you 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 put on the side of your door and it holds your curtains Oh, okay. You probably got it from mom's or from one of our last apartments. Okay. Well, there's a sex toy that looks very similar to that. And you basically <laughs> fish hook your butthole. It'll hook. <laughs> but it has this little thing on the end and you have a collar attached to it. So it's like you have to keep your posture. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <Why is it laughs> you're like, not even. It's more just like it's like, I imagine, I don't, it doesn't go further well, in because you you're hugged. <laughs> right. But you have more control over the pressure. I think it just forces you to like keep your posture. Otherwise, it's like gonna split you open. (laughs) (laughs) Right in half. (laughs) (laughs) Bad knife play, don't do that. (laughs) Oh no. Okay, and then I also have a story of a kink that is my way of sharing a story through someone else's story. (laughs) Okay, so this one's called. Pool jets make me come, and my neighbor heard. 
(laughs) (laughs) Growing up, the pool was always one of my favorite places, but this might not be because of the reason you might first, because of the reasons that might first pop in your head. As I matured, some of this was no longer because of the floaties or the pool noodles or the games with the goggles. It was because of one particular end of the pool and one particular corner of the pool. Once I moved to my own house, I ended up with a pool in the backyard again, and this led me to eventually rediscovering one of my old favorite pastimes. It took me a while to cave in, but over the summer, I was working night shifts and wouldn't get back to my house until the very start of the morning, about 7 a.m., the perfect time to beat the heat and take a swim. So something I began doing was swimming every morning when I got home. My backyard was gated, surrounded by other yards with with two-story houses in them that could see into my backyard and pool area. But one morning... That was not enough to stop me. (laughs) (laughs) I was swimming per usual, and the neighbor next door was doing some yard work. I had my cell phone on my side of the pool um, next to the towel. When I heard a text message, so I swam to the phone, dried my hands, and pressed my elbows against the side of the pool to hold myself to check my inbox. As As I did this, I noticed the strong hum of a jet ramming against my inner thigh, very close to the material in my bikini on the inner part of my thigh. I answered my text and proceeded to go through my phone, trying to distract myself from the thought that had impulsively popped into my head a moment ago. But now that I look back, I think that it was just an excuse to accidentally let the powerful jet run over the lips of my pussy, like I had so many times before. (laughs) I quivered as it ran over my pussy mounds. That is so common, people saying pussy mounds. (laughs) Such an amazing feeling. It's probably the people who have the actual, like, mounds that swallow their pussy lips. Oh. Remember how I was telling you about that? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Such an amazing feeling that brought back so many fond memories. I stayed still for a couple moments, unable to think straight from being up all night at work, and suddenly I lowered myself so my pussy was right in front of the jet, and I started moving back and forth in front of it, teasing my opening. I could hear my neighbor stop the lawnmower and knew he was only less than 10 feet away on the other side of the gate, but I couldn't help myself. I continued to hump the jet like an animal. When I noticed him staring through the cracks of the wooden gate, I was already it was already too late. It was too much, and I pulled down my my bikini bottoms and forced myself to the jet so it could blow open my pussy lips and let it have full access to my redden, reddening clit. Oh my god. I moved and jumped on the jet ferociously as my neighbor listened, moving my hips back and forth, letting the water beat my clit back and forth. It was just as I remembered, ecstasy. As I danced into it as much as I could, I finally became too weak and let it ambush my clit into an explosion, making me squirt into the pool and releasing a satisfying scream. After I orgasmed, I panted for a while. And then realized that this was reality and I had just came (laughs) to full orgasm with my next door neighbor having a full view. Should I be embarrassed? (laughs) (laughs) Not one bit. Okay, so I remember. Fantastic. I remember. (laughs) I did this when I was little. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Mic drop. (laughs) And so that was our show today. (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in. (laughs) We'll be back later. Thanks. Bye. Okay. So what kink did you have for me that you thought that I would be into? Did you pick one? I did. I had, oh, I had one in my head earlier too. Uh, Public sex would be one of them. There was one that I said earlier, but I can't remember what it is next. I didn't write it down. Oh, fail. Yeah. I know that you talked about uh, massaging women to orgasm. Oh, nice. I, I don't know what the remember, word for it would be. But yeah, I remember us talking about that one day. I think I'd be good at that, too. I think you'd be great at that. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your parts. I'll do magic. Right. <laughs> um, so the one that I have for you. <sighs> Brace with me while I try and pronounce this. Stigiophilia. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> the arousal 
to the thought of hellfire and damnation. <laughs> That's fantastic. Do I win? <laughs> yes. hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. Oh, it's fantastic. Okay, so we want to introduce a new section for you guys called Pickle of the Week. Pickle of the Week. <laughs> you have two of them, so why don't you go first? I do have two of them. All right. When I was 17, the ex-girlfriend and I were on a skiing trip with her family. We left the slope and went back to the lodge to get a little sexy time going. While she was in a very kinky mood and wanted me to try giving her anal, so being adventurous, I figured, why not? Let's give it a go. Neither of us knew what to expect. We both started really getting into it and she started to orgasm. Almost immediately, we hear her parents trying to open the door. They can't because it's locked from the inside. But we were both scared, and in the ex's day state, she moves forward and ends up pooping all over the <gasps> bed sheets. Oh, no. She runs to the bathroom and locks the door, leaving me there with soiled, bloody sheets. <gasps> Her dad was a big guy. His name was Tree Stump. Well, Tree Stump is banging Tree on the door, Stump. yelling for us to open it. Oh, shit. Dad's Only getting mad. Only one thing comes to mind. I sit with my boxers on in the poop sheets and get my butt nice and dirty, then run over to the door and open it. He is fucking furious. Oh my god. <laughs> what do you do in that situation? What would you be thinking if you were the dad? You know the veins are popping out of his oh, forehead at this yeah. moment. His daughter is clearly in a situation he is not ready for. Let alone like that big of a situation. That's like, oh my god. What do you what do you do? There's poop all over the bed. <laughs> I like how he rubs himself in it trying to pretend it's his. Right? I shit myself. My bad, I bet man. you the dad's like, okay. First of all, no, you didn't. Right. Second of all, if you made my daughter peg you, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would be such a twist on this story if that's what it actually like, happened. No, no, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna do one of two things either just walk away and just pretend that never happened or beat the living shit out of you i mean he knows his daughter's still in the room i don't think he's going no no she was in the bathroom well yeah but still like <laughs> i don't know yeah it all depends on the, <laughs> the dad knows the she was a part of it <laughs> the dad knows she was a part of it <laughs> Of course. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> Literally. Uh, <laughs> All right, you want to read yours? And I do. Okay. One. Trying a vibrator for the first time, and I think I may have been overheard. <laughs> so I have just got my very first vibrator. It's kind of crazy. I've never had one before, as I am such a sexual person. But I guess I just got really good at pleasing myself without one and never felt the need. However, it's a new year, and my resolution this year was to try new things, so I decided to give it a go. And, well, I'm very glad I took the plunge, the next level. <laughs> I'm curious... Oh, I'm... I'm currently staying with a friend and have been really conscious of being of being in her space and have been really conscious of being in her space. I waited until she was at work and I had the place to myself before Is trying it, it out for the conscious. Conscious. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um I had the space myself blah, 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 before I was trying for the first time. <laughs> but this afternoon, I was so horny and I really wanted to try it again. Again. So I decided to, <laughs> I decided just to go for it, even though I knew her and her boyfriend were in the next room. Ooh, I pulled up my skirt and I started running the vibrator over my panties, feeling the strong pulsing moving through them. I was getting really wet and I could feel my juices starting to leak through the soft cotton material. I pulled them to the side and felt the sudden intensity of the vibrator pressing directly onto my clit. My body convulsed and I let out a little moan. It's a rampant rabbit, so it has both a shaft for internal stimulation and the rabbit ears that pleasure the clit. I adjusted it so that the shaft was ready to slide inside. I was soaking wet, but now, by now, 
I was soaking wet by now. (laughs) (laughs) And so well lubricated that it only took a few pushes and it slid right in. I groaned as I felt myself filling up, the vibrations moving right through me. And now the ears are pressed right against my clit. The feeling is so intense. I am ready to come almost straight away. My whole body is shaking and I can't hold in the moans and gasps that are escaping my lips. Then suddenly I hear a door open. My friend and her boyfriend have left her room and they are now standing in the hallway talking directly outside my room. (laughs) I know I should stop. I can hear their voices so clearly. Therefore, they must be able to hear me as well. But I can't. I'm right on the cusp of coming and I'm so into it. I need to keep going. I clamp one hand over my mouth to muffle the whimpers and shivers run down my spine, my leg twitches, and I shudder with pleasure of a full body orgasm. I've been too embarrassed to leave my room since. Do you think they heard me? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. They most definitely did. did. And are they curious? Yes. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, that's awkward. I feel like that's one of those things where like people can feel the sexual energy and they don't know it consciously, but subconsciously they're like- I feel something. Getting closer to it. Yeah. There's a buildup of energy in the air. I feel it. I don't know what it is. What is is this tingle that I have here? (laughs) Okay. You ready for my next one? I am. Most awkward for me was with my then new and very frisky ex-girlfriend. Such a a new ex-girlfriend. The newest of my exes. Okay. So so it was awkward because they were dating. Now she's an ex-girlfriend. But when it happened, she was a new girlfriend. Got it. At the time, my parents weren't one to knock a lot when they came around. So here we are, girlfriend and I, making lunch in the kitchen when we start getting a little touchy-feely. Things progress and we start fucking naked, start fucking naked going at it like it's the end of the world in the kitchen up against the fridge. Anyway, mid-thrust, my parents both walk into the kitchen to surprise visit me. Screams ensued. We dart into the room to cover ourselves. We come out of the room and exchange introductions as family to partner goes for a first-time meeting. Oh, most awkward afternoon of my life. I don't think I would introduce of all, myself after that. Why would you not set boundaries with your parents to like at least call before they're coming over? Like it's cool if they want to come visit, but like maybe I'm, he's not used to having girls over, so it's not like a boundary thing that ever had to be set before. It's super possible. <laughs> that is some closeness. The mom you. like comes Ooh. in, like she's like, oh hi. Like she's so excited. You're like covering your nipples and she's like trying to shake your hand. It's okay, honey. You go upstairs to change and she's like talking to her son and she's like, she's got a nice set of labia on that one. (laughs) No wizard sleeves on this one. You're good. Stop. You're so bad with that. I can't help it. It's the funniest thing. There's no body shaming here. No, not at all. Shaming and thinking something is funny is two very different things. <laughs> Speaking your preferences. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Other people can have their own preferences. <laughs> <laughs> that's embarrassing. Holy shit. That's so embarrassing. Butt naked in the kitchen. Your mom's like, let's make some sandwiches. <laughs> Dad comes over with stuff to grill y'all in the move for some hot dog. <laughs> I see you brought the buns. <laughs> Who's going to toss the salad? I don't think anyone's feeling mayo today. <laughs> Go ahead and leave that one in the fridge. <laughs> I just don't even get that out. Okay, so I want to reflect a little bit on BDSM month because there was a lot of content. It was really heavy, um, but also kind of exciting. Is there anything that you like unexpectedly learned about it just from hearing all the research that I was doing since it was playing for like it's, 24 it's hours? It's definitely <laughs> interesting to see the difference between people who are actually living the lifestyle and in the community compared to the people who are analyzing it from a distance. Um, so like listening to the psychologist, the psychologists that we were listening to that day, oh. it was really interesting to hear their perspective because they know all the books, they know all the names of everything, but you could tell that they had no experience and were still, they were, it's not that they were uncomfortable with it. It's that they didn't grasp 
It's almost like they were trying to dissect the information from just a book smart perspective, yeah. but never talking to people who actually live and interact in the world of it. They did a little bit, I think, but but like it's it's different being a guest and going in there than like truly living it. Right. You it's it's so hard to grasp how much of it really exists when you're just doing kind of like excuse me, one or two interviews or something like that. Well when you when you I think books you've read. Yeah. When you interview people who have done studies on it versus interviewing people who partake in running a dungeon or who are running a club who is only advertised through secret connection or or private invitation only exactly yeah i would say that's a huge difference that i'd agree with that because i feel like the the world is very well protected so like when we were looking at FetLife and signing up on that, there's so much care that goes into making sure you understand before. Like it's not a Facebook; you don't just sign no, up. No, and you have to have you have to like give them valid information so they can verify that it's you before you can get on there and stuff. Like mm-hmm. they're they're very serious about their their privacy and their their lifestyle and keeping it a safe space. Yeah, and taking care of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that was really cool because we had watched a video about a guy who was doing an interview of someone who runs a nightclub that, you know, has play parties and stuff like that. And he was saying the only way that they advertise is through things like FetLife and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. So you can't even get like it's not even something you could go research on your own. It's like got to come to you. Part of the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else you found? Um, not really. I the I guess there there's, I feel like there's a lot of philias that are that are labeled that are just kind of like too much, and I, I think there's it's important to distinguish between a philia and a kink and or mm-hmm. a fetish. Mm-hmm. For my understanding, fetishes are you need to have it, and I feel like if it's something that's a fetish and you need to have it. Maybe finding out why you need to have it is more important than satisfying the need to have it. Right. Because who knows? Maybe there's other things you'd be interested in, but you can't grow past this. Maybe it's more of a block than it is you actually diving into thinking about it. Right. So it kind of dives into like fetishes versus just sex acts. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people research different different types of fetishes and they're like, like some stuff's normal sounding some of it's like stuff you wouldn't do every day yeah like attracted to amputees or like i don't know there's weird ones that just like yeah you can put the latin root in front of it and come up with that as a fetish by adding philia to the end of it but is that really is that actually like how common is it and deciphering for yourself like letting it go too far like if you need to have it all the time i feel like that's too much yeah, if it's just something you enjoy every once in a while and it just is like a level up of excitement for you, then then yeah, but don't let it Or an experience. Your life. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was really fun to research all of it. I don't think I was surprised by anything. I think the most surprised I've ever been when it's come to things that are at or, that are like kinks and stuff was like watching cheaters and seeing some of the things that people the situations that people walk in on when Mm -hmm. when they're with people who are like just completely outside their family so like the one that made the biggest impact on me was when they were peeking at him through the hotel window and he had a diaper on and she was changing him and he had his feet in the air and the wife like saw it so she barged in on them because it's an episode of cheaters so you just paid an investigator to like Check in on your husband and you see that <laughs> What the fuck? And that is a relationship that has zero communication and no transparency. And Well, you don't know that. Maybe, maybe he did try to express to her before that he was into this and maybe she shamed him for it. And so he... Total possibility. Sought it other places. Maybe yep. that's why she hired an investigator. investigator yeah, he, started, she... he started having to sneak off and shit. Yeah. That's real. It's like, well, I asked you to change my diaper and you said no. <laughs> and you wouldn't talk to me about it. <laughs> so well, I don't know what you expect to do. I mean, like, um, I think we had a question about this before where it was like the guy wasn't 
couldn't masturbate. Like she would shame him for masturbating. Didn't we talk about that before? Or maybe you and I just read it, but like kink shaming goes as light as that. Can be deeply psychologically impairing. Wait, what do you mean? Like it can it can mess you up having like someone groom you like that or condition you like that to like. Well, but not what I'm saying is like okay to masturbate, right? When masturbating such like a simplest form of loving yourself and like giving yourself pleasure and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I can't even imagine like. <laughs> I feel like that woman would be like if she saw the, if she was friends with the 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 lady who was on the on the cheaters she might one. Have a heart attack. No, she's probably like, oh, I guess I don't have it so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about it, Sherry. (laughs) Should have changed his diaper. Skips off into the sunset. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell my husband he can masturbate now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I do wish there wasn't such a strong taboo around BDSM and the whole culture because we were... Oh, I was listening to Morbid. We were both listening to it. There was the one episode where um, the guy kidnapped the girl but had a baby in the car and so she felt safer about it. But... This was a known serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. No, he wasn't a known serial killer. I think it was just like a guy who did this to the girl. But he made like a huge elaborate story to keep her locked up and there were times where she was kept in a box there was times where he would let her out but he just made up a whole big story around it she was so broken it's episode 213 of morbid if you guys want to listen to she it. was so broken that she wouldn't even consider running away yeah she wouldn't consider questioning what was happening to her no, she was 100 percent obedient Mm-hmm. but then i don't i don't remember because i i got distracted because it's what i do but um <laughs> something had happened to where she finally was awakened to the fact that he was lying and it was almost like that simple she was like i don't believe you i know that you're lying you can't keep me here anymore and yep. then he just like broke down crying yeah but that was like eight nine Ten years. years of abuse, a decade of abuse, like yeah. insane psychological torture all around his his fucking fetish or his kink. Because his thing was that he wanted it to be non consensual, and you can't do that. No, it's not. It's not. That no, it's <laughs> not how you play. No. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me just stab you real quick, and you know, let's see if you like it. Yeah. No, I'm not going to ask gonna, you. Gonna, We're just going to see how you like this. it. <laughs> That's what I've been doing to people. <laughs> Damn that hurts. <laughs> Just pricks himself with a little needle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Ow, it. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Cheryl Carroll in the corner of the room watching. Oh, do oh, it do again. again. <laughs> Get it, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so with BDSM month, we did not have any erotic, erotica. erotica. We didn't have any erotica, but we do today. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick picked this one out for all you kinky bunnies, so enjoy. Lady Lorelli, part one. That was the third time the wait- waitress checked out Lorelli. It wasn't unusual for people to admire her once or twice. Once is nothing, twice is appreciating, but three times is obsessing. Lorelli appreciated the obsessive. Compulsive women were her favorite. They couldn't help themselves. The waitress refilled Lorelli's coffee and spilled it while looking down Lorelli's leather corset. The hot coffee stung Lorelli's fingers. Jesus, she hissed and pulled a (laughs) finger to her mouth, sucking on it. Oh, she liked it. Oh, my goodness, said the waitress. I'm so sorry. Let me get my... The waitress turned away from Lorelli and looked to another waitress across the cafe, a curvy redhead. Lorelli reached out and grabbed the waitress's hand before the girl got away. Stop. The waitress turned around and stared at the blonde-haired woman. Sit, commanded Lorelli, and jerked the waitress' hand down, forcing the waitress to sit next to her. Ow, whined the waitress, but she sat. Intrigue overcame fear. With obsessive girls like this, it always did. What's that for? You burned my hand because you were staring at my tits. What? No, I didn't. I wasn't staring at your tits, love. It's just a word. The waitress nodded. She looked away at the curvy redhead across the cafe. Lorelli reached out and grabbed the girl's chin. The waitress met her eyes, but quickly looked down at Lorelli's chest. Say it, commanded Lorelli. Tits, muttered the girl. Good girl. Lorelli let go of the girl's chin. Immediately, the waitress looked back across the cafe at the curvy redhead. What's your name? 
Stephanie, mumbled the girl. It was hard to hear her while she looked away. Jesus, muttered Lorelli. She grabbed Stephanie's chin and turned it back to her. Apparently, the only thing keeping your attention is my tits and how badly you want to fuck that woman across the cafe. What? If it'll keep you being respectful, you can look at my tits. Stephanie looked at Lorelli's tits. Lorelli burned with frustration, but cooled it with curiosity. The girl was clumsy, but she was hungry. Lorelli could respect that. Tits, tits, tits. Spread your legs, she ordered. What? Don't make me repeat myself, sighed Lorelli. Tits, tits, <laughs> Stephanie. Wait, does he really say that? No, okay. I heard you say it. Okay. I was like, wow, how'd I know? <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Don't make me repeat myself, sighed Lorelli. Stephanie obeyed and spread her legs under the table. Where's this cafe? I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> right? Good girl. Now, turn to face me. I want a little privacy. Stephanie's eyes widened. Privacy for what? You don't want your crush to see, do you? My what? Don't make me repeat. Now turn. Stephanie obeyed. She turned more to face Lorelli and inched closer, letting Lorelli's, Lorelli's legs between her own. Thank you. You're welcome. Your pleasure, right? That's what a good waitress is supposed to say? Um, yes, mumbled Stephanie. Say it, Steph. My pleasure. Stephanie's eyes fluttered between Lorelli's tits and the table. She was uncomfortable, but Lorelli didn't particularly care. If she wanted to be comfortable, she'd show some prudence. She'd show some prudence. You're a lesbian. Well, what? Stephanie looked away from Lorelli and back to the curvy redhead. She turned back to Lorelli and swallowed. I mean, uh, yes. What's her name? Nikki. Is she a lesbian? I don't know, whispered Stephanie. Tell me this, Steph, said Lorelli as she leaned in closer to the girl, giving her an overwhelming look at her tits. Are you looking over because you're afraid she'll catch you, or are you hoping she'll catch you? I don't know. Sure you do. I don't. Lorelli reached under the table and towards Stephanie. She reached under Stephanie's apron and unbuckled Stephanie's pants. The girl didn't stop her. Oh. Lorelli slipped a finger under Stephanie's panties and found the waitress's slick pussy. Oh. Ah, hoping, purred, purred Lorelli in Stephanie's ear. Yes, whimpered Stephanie. Should I call her over here? I could show her how wet you are. I could show her how wet she makes you. Would you like that? Please don't, begged Stephanie. Why not? You want her, don't you? Stephanie nodded. Lorelli pulled her hand back, sighed, and rolled her eyes. Typical, Lorelli sucked her finger clean and took a long sip of coffee. What? asked Stephanie. It's my day off, and I find a submissive slut as my waitress. There's no rest for the wicked, you know. <laughs> what? Lorelli put down her cup of coffee, leaned forward, and said flatly, You're a submissive slut, honey. What? Jesus, the first order of business will be to take care of take that word out of your vocabulary. If you don't know what to say, just nod and say yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh shit. Better. Lorelli took another sip of coffee. She pursed her lips. Go get me sugar and come right back. Stephanie obeyed, standing and trying to buckle her pants without anyone seeing, and Lorelli took the chance to watch the redhead, Nikki, across the cafe. She was curvy, not obese or anything. God, in her infinite kindness, made some women thicker. It looked like Nikki could starve herself for a year and her frame would barely change. You can't change bones so easily. Besides, these women were a delight to look at and a pleasure to fuck. Nikki didn't need to change anything. Nikki's hair was almost orange-red. Lorelli suspected from the depth and richness of the color that it wasn't dyed. It was natural. Her hair was braided, and the braid was wrapped around her head to form a type of crown. Unfortunate for, unfortunately for Nikki, the white top and brown pants uniform of the cafe didn't flatter her figure. Her enormous chest helped, and Lorelei could imagine binding the cute redhead in rope or titty-fucking Nikki with a strap on. <laughs> Maybe she'd let Stephanie watch, if the scattered waitress could get herself together. Stephanie came back with several packets of sugar and sweetener on a tray along with different selections for cream. Lorelli shook her head. Did I ask for cream? Stephanie ran her eyes over the tray looking for the culprit, or sweetener for that matter. Um, I guess, uh, no ma'am, said Stephanie. That's right. Now I want you to listen closely, stupid Steffi, because I'm losing my patience. And worse, my coffee is getting cold. Now apologize to me for being so stupid. I'm sorry, ma'am, for being so... Lady or Lorelli, she interrupted. What? No. Lorelli glared at her. I don't know her. if I'm turned on or angry. Right? I mean, yes ma'am. Yeah, it's kind of a... <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh. Oh, but... Would mm. I take that? 
(laughs) (laughs) Stephanie jerked and almost dropped the tray. Lady Lorelli, yes, she composed herself. The girl really needed a dom in her life. I'm sorry, Lady Lorelli, for being so stupid. Good, now tell me how badly you want to keep your job. My job? Sexual harassment, you burned my hand. Lorelli lifted her hand and twisted it to show the red mark on her finger. I could sue. Your boss won't want that. Besides, I can't imagine stupid Steffi has been an asset to the team with what with what with dropping trays and spilling cream everywhere. What? Squeaked Stephanie. <laughs> she jumped again and dropped the tray. It splattered everywhere. Everyone in the restaurant, including Nikki, turned to look at Stephanie. Stephanie blushed from the attention and Lorelli took the chance to admire the tiny girl. She was short. Maybe only five feet tall. She had long black and curly hair that was put up in a ponytail while she worked. She was petite and twiggy, not typically Lorelli's type. Despite her small frame, her breasts weren't bad, but still nothing compared to Lorelli, and certainly nothing but bumps compared to Nikki. Stephanie fell to her knees to try and clean up, and Nikki started to move towards the mess. A man appeared from the kitchen in a white shirt with a name tag that said Zachary and Manager. He had short, spiky black hair and wore a shiny black tie. Excuse me, miss, said Lorelli as she reached out a hand and grabbed the attention of Nikki as the redhead went to help Stephanie. Nikki turned around, flustered at first, but knowing not to chastise a patron. My coffee has been cold for a while now, and my sugar is all over the floor. Lorelli nodded towards the spill. Nikki looked over at it and rolled her eyes. Could I possibly get some more? Lorelli lifted her cup and pouted her lip, looking pathetic and flirty at the same time. (laughs) Nikki smiled, tried to tuck a stray hair from her braid behind her ear, and nodded. Right away, ma'am, said the redhead in a lovely southern accent. Lorelli smiled. It's so nice when people know respect. Is everything all right? asked Zachary to Lorelli. Of course, nothing is a problem yet. It was my fault, honestly, wasn't it, Steph? Stephanie looked up from the cleaning, the mess. Lorelli gave her a knowing nod. It said, I own you now. And Stephanie nodded. She understood. Oh, shit. Yes, ma'am, said Stephanie, going back to her work. Fine, sighed Zachary. Listen, this is the third one today. Talk to me when your shift ends. We need to figure something else out for you. Zachary stepped back into the kitchen. Stephanie crawled to Lorelli, pathetic, pleading with her eyes. Please, begged Stephanie, you have to help me. I need this job. I can't keep tears bubbled up around the poor girl's large hazel eyes. Lorelli stirred her coffee and took a cold and bitter sip. I know, dear. I understand. You need help. From what I can see, a lot of it. She put down her mug and looked at the needy sub. I want to help you. It's what I do for a living. I help sluts like you be their best self. What? asked Stephanie. Lorelli reached down and slapped the dumb bitch. I won't warn you again. You're interesting, but you're close to becoming tiresome. Holy shit. (laughs) Damn, that took a fucking whoop. Yes, ma'am, said Stephanie, rubbing her face. She looked around at the restaurant. No one saw. Nikki is going to be here any moment. She's going to help me because she understands her place. She's competent. She's everything you're not. And when she gets here, what am I going to tell her? Should I tell her how badly you ache for her? How desperate you are to get your tongue between her pussy? Stephanie bolted up and sat across from Lolly, grabbing the dom's hand. Please, please, you can't do that. Please, I don't even think she's... Stephanie looked around the room, leaned in and whispered, Gay, you can't tell her. It will ruin everything. And what should I tell your manager? I could go back there and assure him it was all my fault. You have been an ideal waitress. You should be commend for being so attentive. Lorelli took her hands away from Stephanie, took out lip gloss from her purse, and reapplied it after the coffee mug had smudged parts of it. While it rolled over her lips, she continued, So many decisions. What is a woman like me to do? Please, begged Stephanie. Please, I'll do anything. No, you won't. Stephanie recoiled. All sluts start out talking like you, but they're liars. You won't do anything, so don't say that. If you would do anything, you'd have Nikki on her back moaning like a whore while your boss and half the staff filmed it. But you won't do that. You have lines. You have a will. For now. So don't lie to me, stupid Steffi. I don't have patience for liars, and I'm not a charity. Lorelli rummaged through her bag, found her wallet, and took out her card. It was a solid black with Lady Lorelli in lacy purple. On the back was the phone number to her first sub and now assistant, Trisha. She slid the card to Stephanie, who took it up and slid it into her apron. I want $5,000 wired to me. Stephanie's eyes widen. If you can't afford it, you certainly won't do anything. If you need a payment plan, talk to Trisha, though that will change how our sessions look. You may be asked to service another client as a way to pay off the interest. We'll figure something out. If I haven't heard from you in an hour, you're nothing to me. I have better things to do with my time. Oh, shit. 
This is about to get even better, too. Is she just making her buy her way in? Uh-huh. Stephanie sputtered and tried to talk, but nothing came out. Lorelli nodded, expecting this, but prepared to leave. Her work here was done. She'd save Stephanie's job. She needed clients that could pay, but there was nothing to gain by staying. Nikki came out of the kitchen with a steaming cup of coffee and some packs of sugar. Here you go, sugar. Sorry it took so long, but I wanted to make sure it was freshly brewed pot for you. Sorry, dear, said Lorelli, standing up. I have to go, though I appreciate the gesture. Nikki wilted slightly, but more out of frustration than disappointment. Once Lorelli wasn't a customer, she didn't maintain her happy demeanor. Lorelli could relate. Though I must say, I love your hair, said Lorelli. Nikki blushed. You could get any woman you want with such gorgeous hair and your perfect figure. Ah, well, thanks, said Nikki, still blushing. You're too kind. Nonsense, said Lorelei. Being too kind would be saying here and now all the things I do with a wonderful body like yours. Nikki blushed again, letting the bright red swallow and hide her freckles. But I can't do that in public. Now can I? Asked Lorelei. <laughs> she took out a second card, reached for Nikki, who didn't flinch, and slid the card down Nikki's top into her bra. You let me know if you're interested, said Lorelei. Lorelei didn't wait to see Nikki's reaction. She turned to look at Stephanie, who wore a mask of horror. But Lorelli could tell Stephanie's fast and heavy breathing wasn't from fear. It was from lust. She'd call Trisha in the next five minutes. Oh, shit. <laughs> Is this reverse psychology grooming? Yeah. I'm going to break you down and you're going to want me. And you're going to love it. Oh, fuck. And then to top it all off by putting a card in Nikki's bra, too. If that ever happened to me serving, I'd be like, who the fuck what are you? Are I'm you? fascinated. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like one of those Southern girls. Why? I never. <laughs> <laughs> I never would expect that would have come out of you. <laughs> no, because usually women are like, just, just actually, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't what, even know how to feel reality, about that. Right. I mean, it's, it's Wow. Someone's got an imagination. Touché, Makes you wonder nice. if that's their kink. What? Just doming people? Or wanting to be domed. Who is she? Which character is she writing about as herself? Lorelli? Is she the waitress? Is she writing as a third person as Nikki? Is she Lorelli? Oh, this isn't real. It's just like a written. This is just a written story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> some people got some balls. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish that was real. No, this is this is just a, someone writing a story. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm sweating. <laughs> God, could you imagine if that was real? I mean, I've... Okay, so... Serving at a rhymes with blah blah plangs. <laughs> <laughs> and this old guy, he was like, I brought him some soup. I wasn't even serving him. I just brought him some soup because the manager told me to. And he like stopped me and was rambling something about him and his wife. Like, I don't think he didn't say like swingers, but he like implied something like that. And then was like, I would just take you all over the world. Or like, <laughs> it was like my first time working at like a place that was like a huge corporate place right. like that. And so I was just kind of like, what the, the fuck, fuck is happening? Is happening? <laughs> huh. What did you just say to me? You're like 80. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, did you lose your family today, sir? Are you senile? Are you lost? Am I still on drugs from the night before? Right. You <laughs> <laughs> said the shrooms would only last four hours. What is this? I know you're out there. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, anything else this week you want to add? Be safe, be kinky. Oh my God, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my loves, that is all we got for you this week. As usual, please go like and subscribe. Check out the merch. Check out everything on the website, justpressforeplay.com. Love you. Talk to you next week.